Hey guys, welcome back to the Simple Faith Talks podcast with your host, Faith Wycliffe, formerly known as Faith Jenga. Yes, my last name has changed, and we're going to get into that a little bit later. But today, my husband and I, which is my special guest, we're going to talk about what we have learned in the three months of marriage so far, and I would like for him to introduce himself. Uh, hey, everybody. Um, glad to be back on here. We've been, you know, enjoying marriage. So we're looking forward to, um, I guess, giving you guys tips, but also just giving you guys advice from what we've learned. Not saying your marriage or relationship is going to be the same as ours, but we're just hoping that this will be a blessing and will help you in any way possible. Now, just to get everything clear, because I know there's going to be people out there like, oh my gosh, you've been married only for two, three months, da, da, da. We're giving what we've learned so far. We're not experts or none of that. So something that was impressed in our hearts and, you know, why not be obedient? So we're going to get started and I will let my husband start. Um, okay. So one of the first things that we learned in marriage is to stay in your own house. That is like one of the major things you have to do. Um, the Bible says we should leave our mother and father and our family, basically, and cleave to our spouse. Um, this is why it's also important for you to marry your best friend. Um, I like coming home. I don't be in other people's houses. Um, yeah, we don't do that. I, I like to be in the house with my wife, in my own house with my own wife. I don't, yeah, we don't, you know, be in other people's houses, seeing what they do, what they got going on. We want to make our own traditions, you know. And I think that's a lot of a lot of problems that has happened with people is they're trying to hold on to traditions that they've done when they were single or what their family did. But you have to understand, once you get married, now it's time for you to make your own traditions. In order for you to make your own traditions, you got to be in your own house. So, um, yeah, it's just very important. You have to cleave to your spouse. And that's why, like I said earlier, it's very important to marry your best friend. Because when you marry your best friend, you want to come home and you want to be in your own house. And it's just better that way. Y'all only two that talk. Y'all keep all y'all business in your own house between y'all two. Y'all don't let other outside sources get into y'all business. And it's best that way. So. Yes. Yeah, so for me, one of the things I've learned, I'll just piggyback on what um, my husband said marry your best friend a lot of people have asked me like what advice can you give to the singles or you know those who are in waiting and stuff and i will say marry your best friend one and two make sure you like that person it's important to love the person but make sure you like that person like you look at them and actually like them and actually like being with their in their company i think nowadays everybody just wants to get married just so that they're not lonely and it's a very dangerous thing um that i didn't understand until i think i got into a courtship because it's like when you're single you see everybody on on dates and they're cute and they get you dressed up but nobody tells you like the hard work that goes into it nobody tells you the sacrifices you have to make the compromises you have to make nobody tells you that and when i say compromises i'm not saying the bad compromises but like actually like letting the other person like win i don't know if that makes sense um and marry your best friend like when i go out even to the store 
sometimes I'm just like, Michael, can you come with me? Or because like I really like his company. Like I want to be around him 24/7. Even though that's very unrealistic and not healthy, I have to give him space. But it's like love that person and also like that person. Okay. So your second point, what what have you learned so far? Okay, so for me, now the second point that I've learned is, um, Michael did mention a little bit of it, the tradition. Um, so when I was, you know, engaged and stuff, a lot of women wanted to give me advice, and everybody wanted me to go to their house, and let's have lunch, let's have dinner, no, um, yeah, no, I just didn't take anybody's advice, because one of the greatest, um, um, advice that I did receive from my aunt, she was telling me, like, when you're engaged, that's when every married woman now wants to come and give you advice, married and unmarried. But who's to tell you that their marriage is actually working? Who's actually to tell you that they're actually doing the things they're advising you? And so what I learned was most of these traditional um, things that I was being taught or being advised, like, it just, it, it wasn't going to work for me. So I filtered out the good and the bad. Being that I'm Kenyan, um, African, um, and my husband is American, so... If an African woman is giving me these different advices, like, make sure you cook this and this for your husband, well, my husband doesn't eat that, so I don't have to do that. Or, you know, make sure you do this at this time. Make sure, like, I can't I can't take somebody else's tradition and bring it to my own house, you know, so I really had to learn how to filter that out. Um, I don't care. It's going to be offensive to some people. I really don't care, but that's my household. It's our household now. It's our traditions now, you know. So that's another thing I learned, like, being very careful with who advises you, what advice you get, and what advice you follow. Like, ask the Holy Spirit for discernment. Let the Holy Spirit actually be your your advisor. That really, that has really helped me as a wife in marriage. He's really helped, like, gotten me straight and convicted me and helped me with everything. Like, yeah, he's my best friend. Yes, yeah, definitely pick y'all back off that. That's, yeah, this would definitely be point number two. Prayer. My goodness. Mm-hmm. Um you 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 guys that are courting or engaged or close to being married whatever you, you think about getting married you know you got you guys really have to pray like it is very important because when you pray you have to pray and ask for discernment there are people this is why we gave a disclaimer we're not trying to um be marriage counseling and stuff we just telling you what we've learned and hoping this be a blessing for y'all but there are people who out here are deceiving people mm-hmm. and are giving very very bad advice mm-hmm. on how on how to get married or how to stay together or what you should do during courting and stuff and i'm telling you do you you have to pray and pray for discernment mm-hmm. and know who to listen to who not to listen to because some of the advice that people have that other women have told my wife that are not even married or never even been married and giving her advice, I said, nah, we not doing that. Nah, we, we, we not finna listen to people. I mean, no matter, and age does not mean wisdom. Please, sure. please, y'all need to understand. Age does not mean wisdom. Um, some of these women that was trying to give my wife advice ain't never been married. How can you give advice on something you've never done? So we, I said, nah, we not, we not finna listen to that. I said, sweetheart, um, I know you love them or you grew up with them or whatever or they're part of king community or what church and stuff 
Now nah, we we can't listen to now nah, you you don't need to listen to them. So you you have to pray for discernment and ask the Holy Spirit to lead you and guide you because He will lead you and guide you into all truth. He will show you what you need to do. But a lot of people are getting wrecked and destroyed based off just bad advice. Just just bad advice. Like you, you gotta, man. You you just have to pray. The Holy Spirit, ask Him. He will lead you and guide you. Show you what you need to do, what you don't need to do, and everything work out. But please have discernment. Know who to listen to. Know who not to listen to. Because mm-hmm. there are a lot of people that are obviously that are jealous. So they gonna give you bad advice on purpose. And then there's other people that they don't want to see you happy anyways. Mm-hmm. So you have to pray for discernment and know who to listen to, who not to listen to. I think with the advice, one of the people that I really appreciate was our pastor and first lady. Yes. Like, their advice was, like, out of this world. And it's literally, like, as soon as we got into marriage, some of the things they told us, like, I was able to use and be like, wow, this is what they were talking about. Like, they had sound advice. And I think it goes back to something the Holy Spirit, like, convicts me of daily is for me to listen to my husband. So... I believe my husband has a gift of discernment, like very strong discernment and by the grace of God. And sometimes I, you know, I want to be stubborn, but the Holy Spirit told you he's working on me. But one thing he's taught me is to listen to my husband because he speaks to my husband to speak to me, if that makes sense. So like, I'll give you an advice, like some of the things like that happened during wedding planning could have been avoided if I had just listened to him. But I wanted my own way because I I was only getting married once and I just wanted to do this so I don't have to regret anything. But had I listened, I would have saved a lot of money. I would have saved a lot of heartache. I would have saved a lot of stress. I would have saved a lot of, just a lot of things had I listened. And I think that's the issue with our generation today is we don't want to listen to the men. We don't, not even just the men, we don't want to listen to our husbands. Like, we always want to be right, 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 right. Like, and I understand sometimes being right feels great, but you can't be right at the at the expense of losing your marriage or, you know, having an argument or stuff. So I'm, I'm one of the advice I would give to those coming into marriage, like pray for your husband. I pray that one that he's God fearing and that he really, really loves God and is a prayerful man and listens to God and stuff. Listen to that man like listen he knows what he's talking about he's not dumb he's because the holy spirit is literally speaking through him to us you know especially if he's your best friend god is definitely going to use him because now you guys are one flesh god doesn't want to see him prospering and then see you like failing that's that's division that that's not you know biblical he wants to see you guys both succeed because you're one flesh so yeah listen to your husband it sounds crazy but it's real like listen to your husband like whatever he says if he says no submit that's part of submission Mm -hmm. that's really a part of submission like and i think i was telling one of my friends like i thought i knew how to submit until i got into a relationship like actually until i got into marriage because it's like you want to do this but your spouse is telling you your husband is telling you this your husband is telling you do this or no this is the way i think we should go but you want to like go your own way well you're not being in accord in alignment with the bible mm-hmm. right so yeah submission also is it's 
oh trust me god is gonna work on you with that like it's real and it's hard but it's doable because the holy spirit is in you to help no okay. we should talk about courting courting okay um what did i learn in courting i can go for a second okay you can go okay um okay please just whoever is listening to this please take heed to, to what, what we're saying I'm telling you we're trying to help you by the grace of God I'm telling you we're trying to help you when, when you are courting you know and courting is you know the intent of being getting married mm-hmm. you know y'all y'all want to get married or whatever please ask questions yes my please, my goodness please ask questions don't just jump into stuff mm-hmm. and just based off what you see, please ask questions. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, our generation, these generation coming up, they just jump into stuff with their heart all out and just mm-hmm. and just fall in love. And you ain't asked questions. You don't know who this person is. I mean, and then you wonder why these people be suicidal, killing themselves and all this stuff or depressing all this stuff. I mean, you ain't get to know the person. You just you just hopped all in with your heart out. And, and now you're heartbroken and you figure out he got all this stuff going on, all this stuff. Please ask questions. What does your credit look like? Mm-hmm. Are you in debt? Do you have school debt? Mm-hmm. Do you have a car? Mm-hmm. Is this car yours? Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. Um, do you still have a relationship with your parents? Mm-hmm. You know, stuff like that. I mean, my goodness. We, we do not ask questions. Don't just look at the butt the breasts for you know fellas that's watching this don't just look at the body cute face and stuff did she know how to talk is she clean see stuff like that see right there is she clean can you talk to her do you like talking to her i mean it's not just about looks i know men are moved by what we see but it's got to be more Mm -hmm. than just what you see i mean it's it's just please ask questions Get to know a person. A wise person. This is what I always tell my wife. A wise person asks questions. Mm-hmm. If you can't question somebody, they have an agenda. Mm-hmm. A person that's truthful and honest, they don't mind you questioning them. Even Jesus said, come and taste and see that the Lord is good. Try, try me, basically. Mm-hmm. So, a wise person needs to ask questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead, sweet. Yeah, so, our first date... I remember the date. It was November 7th, 2018 at Applebee's. I mean, I didn't know what to expect. Like, I really didn't know what to expect. Probably like one podcast, we'll do how we met. Um, Yeah, we'll do probably, we'll ask the Lord when to do it. But he asked me questions. I mean, we were there for like two, three hours. Just questions, 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 questions. Are you saved? What is your belief in this? That's a great question right there. What is this? Like, you know, like. And I think also asking questions, like, the biggest thing for me, it's, like, generational curses, bruh. Mm -hmm. Like, I think people, I'm telling you, people just want to get married because it's cute for the sex. Ah! Sex that lasts, like, 30 minutes. Okay, so after 30 minutes, like, you have 23 hours and some change. So what are you going to (laughs) be, what are you going to be doing? It's more than that. And when we're single, like, we hear a lot of this, like... Marriage is more than sex. Mm. You know, what do you bring into the table? Ask the person, what do you bring to the table? Mm. Do you have an organization? Do you have anger issues? What are your weaknesses? Amen. Like, ask these, like, ask, 
ask the person that but if the person gets offended that's what michael has taught me what jesus has taught me through michael is if somebody gets offended when you ask them something there's an agenda behind that right. so it's like ask literally ask questions what's your favorite food mm-hmm. okay what's your what's your worst habit we we had this um i have to find it it's it was like a hundred or two hundred questions that mm. we did oh, yeah. and we went back and forth it took us like a week or two mm. like ask each other it was deep questions like you know do you still talk to your ex do you still have right. feelings for your ex like these things are important right. like if you were to see your ex tomorrow how would you feel how would you react or you know have you ever robbed a bank have you ever like have you ever lied have you ever cheated what's the worst thing you've ever done like because you realize you're heading to marriage right. whatever habits your your wife or your husband is hiding it will show up in your kids mm-hmm. and they ain't gonna be like wait where is this coming from That's like, yeah you have to think if you finna spend your life the rest of your life with this person mm-hmm. you need to know them yeah. before you get before you decide that i'm gonna spend the rest of my life you need to have background check and and like my wife was saying one of the biggest questions we had we talked about was our family's generational curses yeah. um did your dad have children all over? Oh, so he was a whoremonger and all that stuff and mm-hmm. just fornicating everywhere. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, your parents divorced? Oh, okay, so there's curses of divorce. right? See, yeah. Yeah, you need to know this. Mm-hmm. Don't don't just hop and stuff. You need to know this. Yeah. So we, 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 I mean, we prayed when we was called. We prayed, we prayed against stuff like that. And we yeah. still pray, pray against stuff like that. But you need to know that stuff. Because mm-hmm. now, like, for me, I'll be transparent. Like, I'm the first in my, the side of my generation side of the family to be married mm. like the girl named after my grandmother i'm the first one to have like a white wedding and stuff michael didn't know that so i told him that and then he told me his side so i was like huh so us being married like we're breaking a generational curse Difference. but just and like multiple and so i'm just like if we're breaking generational curse like um i believe it was a it was a girl in one of the bible study groups that i attended she said we do so much praying for blessings but when the blessing comes we don't cover it we don't pray even we don't even pray even more for the blessing to like for god to protect it and stuff so it's the same with marriage okay now you're married you've broken the generational curse okay cool now what you keep covering that marriage you keep covering that thing that you've just broken because the enemy's not happy he's not he's not happy at all you know what else did you learn in courtship mm. i have one mm. Listen, courtship is hard. (laughs) Our flesh is not made out of wood. Eh? It is hard. Okay? So, prayer. Like, prayer. Stay far from being together alone for too long. Stay far from being together at night with nobody. Like, if you know, like, your weakness and you know yourself, make boundaries like just make boundaries like it is not easy guys like whoever will lie to you and say courtship is easy or being engaged is easy hey they're lying to you like they're literally lying from the pits of hell it's hard but by the grace of god by the help of the holy spirit he'll be able to help you like yeah he'll it'll really like it'll train your flesh it'll train your flesh and stuff and then you'll see when you get into marriage like it was so worth it like it was worth it that's one thing i've learned yeah definitely um when the bible says better than married in the burn that man the burning part that's i mean that that signify hell too but when you courting and waiting but the burning 
<laughs> and your flesh, like especially for men, clearly have natural. Well, men and women have natural sex drive, which I think is high for men mm-hmm. scientifically. But I mean, my goodness, that that battle, that is a tough, bro. That is an extremely hard battle. So I mean, you gotta be, yo. Know, it's it's times we was like, man, man listen, <laughs> listen, man. You just. Now, a lot prayer. You have to deny yourself, like the Bible say, deny yourself. Mm-hmm. But my goodness, that is that is that's probably in my walk with the Lord. That's probably the hardest. Yeah. The hardest battle I had. Yeah. I would say, you know, that's probably the hardest battle. My goodness. Yeah. And then another thing I learned in courtship is like, I had to learn this the hard way. When you're having issues, please, 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 please do not go to anybody for any advice. My goodness. Go to Jesus. And if Jesus directs you to go to your spiritual covering, your pastor, please go ahead and do that. Um, yeah, I learned that the hard way because, yeah, let's just say I learned the hard way. You tell people, people really don't listen to you, like out of sympathy. Or to help you, they listen for gossip. So after you, after you've been through all this, they go back and gossip and laugh laugh at you, laugh at what you're going through, and pretend like they've been like I learned it the hard way. So like, if you guys are fighting, like don't even go to your family. Like I've heard this so many times, but actually experience it. Don't don't go to anybody. Like don't go to a third party. Like cry to God, and after everything is you know settled down and cooled down. You know, talk it out with your, with your spouse. Yes. Or your significant other. I mean. I mean, the the same misery loves company. That stuff mm-hmm. is true. Yeah. I mean, people. I'm see, guys. I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I'm gonna be very honest. People say, you know, they be happy for you. Man. You know, when you. But like, I'm I'm telling you, this is I'm telling y'all. I'm being honest with y'all. I'm trying to help you. Please listen. I'm trying to help you. We we're trying to help you. People say that, but people really don't. No, misery yeah. loves company. If a person is single and they see you about to, you know, get married and all that stuff, they may say they, oh my gosh, they're happy for you. But man, it's a little bit in them like, oh my gosh, why not? Why is it not me? Yeah. So, so when you tell people your issues and stuff, mm-hmm. they may be like, oh my gosh, that's so sad. Deep, deep down, it's a little part of them like, um, yes. Um, that person is like she's like me he's like me now because he going through issues maybe he'll be single like me see you gotta just keep stuff to yourself like I said the first topic we said man cleave to your spouse but stay out of folks house bro don't tell people be discreet yeah like the Bible say especially for women Mm -hmm. when it says be discreet mind your own business yes keep your issue with your relationships between you and your your spouse or your significant other, if mm. you're courting, please, for the love of God, please, ask the Lord to help you be discreet. And he'll show you how to work it out and stuff, but don't go to no third party. Unless it's something just major, you know. That's when a pastor come in hand. What? See, right there. Yeah. Well, that was part of the second topic. Do you have, um, ask questions. Do you, are you under a covering? Do mm-hmm. you have a pastor you can talk to? Right. See, do you church hop? Yes. Or are you co- do you serve under the ministry? Like, exactly. what do you do? You ain't no. Um, we finna. I'm finna join the church and all this stuff. Nah, you need to be stable. See, well, I think we going back to the second yeah, topic, sweetheart. Okay. You need to ask questions mm-hmm. when you when you courting. Hey, what church do you go to? Does that pastor know you, or mm-hmm. do you just go there once in a while on Easter once a year or something? See, you you need to know this stuff. Cause when a pastor 
is really shepherding that person yeah they'll be able to even help you mm-hmm. if you're thinking about marrying that person yeah so yeah but just be discreet keep your issue relationship issues between you and the other person yeah and you know it'll work out yeah and one one of the last things that i learned like my pastor always t- tells us like we're under like a prophetic ministry too so he does prophetic ministration and it's like a hundred percent or 99.9 percent of the people who are suffering is because of somebody close to them mm. so you think these people close to you are happy like i could tell you all the comments i've received like when i was courting like you know because i'll be like i'm marrying this man like um, this is my husband like people will literally discourage you people will be like man sit down you don't even know what you're talking about you're too oh. young oh you don't have a degree oh you don't have this you don't have this and i'm like pointed out on the bible where it said you had to have so 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 apart from the men but for the women you had to have so 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 you had to have a degree you have to have a a million dollar paying job like you have people like closest to you and and i think the next segment we'll do is what we learned in engagement season mm-hmm. because courtship like people will discourage you but mm-hmm. engagement it get it gets like 10 times worse like the people like the amount of people we had to cut off like it's a lot well me yeah michael has no problem cutting people off but for me and um somebody somebody once said a wise woman said first like those people that you cut off is not that they just turn like that they've always been like that Mm -hmm. you know and the same thing my pastor said like Mm -hmm. once a friend becomes an enemy they were always an enemy Mm -hmm. You know, so like in courtship, I mean, you have everybody giving you different advice. But what helped me stay in this relationship is literally the Holy Spirit. Literally, God, like he literally kept me in this relationship. Like it was I can really say it's God It's really the grace of God. Like because I could have been I could have been still single. I could have probably been with somebody else. I could, But it, that was not God's will. I had to literally obey and listen to him and stuff. So when you're courting, be mindful, even the closest friends. Don't let your girls, don't let your um, guy entertain your friends because let me tell you, I'll tell you this personally. Some of them are literally hunting for your man. And once y'all break up or something happens, they will try to go, they'll take the next opportunity to like try to talk to the, to the, to the guy. And guys, don't entertain her friends. Don't, don't do none of that. If you're going to talk to one, I'll speak on that. Oh yeah, he'll I mean, speak on that. Yeah. But with the girls, like, be careful who you tell your relationship to like just be careful like not everybody is happy for you ask the holy spirit literally for discernment pray and i mean when you ask god to expose people also pray for your heart to be like because it's gonna hurt he's gonna he's really gonna show you and it'll be the people you least expected right i mean and that's another thing like I mean, some of this stuff is just common sense, but, but I common mean, sense and yeah, so but common sense and that's common. So I'm trying to help y'all. If y'all listen, this, this, this stuff where, okay, I'm speaking to men mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. This stuff where y'all, y'all got best friends that's females Man. and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, y'all, bro, listen. See, I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying to be nice here, sweetheart. Y'all, y'all need to y'all need to cut all that out mm-hmm. your your wife is your best friend yes your wife should be your best friend mm-hmm. uh ain't no ain't no other females hanging with me or we out hanging out mm-hmm. and we close friends and all that's my bestie and stuff see i did that in high school and all this stuff and 
most of them you ended up dating and stuff. But now, when when I when I got saved for real, like throughout college and stuff, and especially when I came here and, and then I met Faith and stuff, I don't have no female friends. I don't want no female friends. Mm-hmm. She's my best friend. Yeah. I don't want to talk to no other females about nothing. Mm-hmm. Like even with her friends, when we first started courting, she was like, um, you know, sweetheart, why why you don't you know talk really to my friends? You're being so we mean. we ain't got not I ain't got nothing to say to them. We don't really have anything to conversate about. I say, hey, how you doing? Okay, and bye. That what what else is there for us to talk about? Right. I don't. What 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 else is there to conversate about? Mm-hmm. I only talk to her. That's that's my best friend and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So. You men with the female best friends, I'm telling you, it's going to become an issue. Mm-hmm. And the same with girls with best friends, because I know some. That's, it can't work. Yeah, like, I had to cut off whoever I considered my best friend. Oh, trust me, that was that was a deal breaker. <laughs> like, and I mean, it was hard because you're like, for me, I didn't understand, like, you know, why. I thought it was innocent, but sometimes something that seems so innocent is very harmful. Right. So, yeah, I don't have any guy best friends. I don't have, you know, even me texting the opposite sex. I don't do that, you know. And it's, like, the same. Like, I think people from outside should also learn, like, if, let's say, you're a guy and you want to text me, like, go through my husband. I'm learning that, too. Like, go through my husband. If you're a girl and you're trying to, and you're texting my husband to ask him a question, no, that's disrespectful. Go through me. And then, and it's not anything about insecurity. You got to, boundaries keep people safe. That's what um, my husband always says. So, these are the things that we've learned, literally, in courtship and marriage. The next segment will do engagement, definitely. But this is what we, yeah, as the Lord leads. Um but you know this is what we've learned so maybe what you may go through may be totally different right. you know but pick you know you can pick what's good for you and if you the other stuff doesn't work for you okay cool but yeah that's why we said at the beginning bill we're not marriage counselors Mm-mm. we're not marriage experts obviously we've just we've been married how long we you know you like know the dates months. and stuff it's a, yeah it's been 12 <laughs> weeks right so Obviously, we're in the beginning stage, but we're just telling you what we've learned, and hopefully, it'd be a blessing and help you yeah. guys. Because you know, we've we've had a lot of people ask us, you know, what have we learned so far, or um, how did you get to this point, or whatever, and yeah. all that. So, yeah, we're just hoping this be a blessing to you, and I mean, just take. Hey, if you knew all this stuff, hey, praise God, praise you, God. Hey, you 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 on it. Yeah. I mean, if you didn't know some of this stuff, then, hey, I'm glad we're able. The Lord used us to help you guys. Yeah. So yeah so make sure that you leave us a rating make sure that you comment you share you like and you tune in and make sure you subscribe too so that you're notified when we drop the next podcast um god willing we will not stay this long again going without doing podcasts we're back in full effect and if you guys have any questions or any topics you guys want to talk about you can email us at simplefaithtalks at gmail.com that's simple faith talks at gmail.com and as the lord leads we'll be able to go ahead and make those podcasts so thank you husband for joining my podcast today um i pray that you guys are blessed and that you guys will heed to the way the holy spirit leads you all right